Welcome to Co-op Button, the 15-minute-ish podcast where me and my friend uh, talk about games that we co-op, or in this case, we're trying out something new. We're, we're doing a high-score battle. Uh, I am your co-host, Vassal Kenia, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host. God damn, Milkman. You get more gruff every time. <laughs> One of these times, you're just going to sound like uh, Nick Nolte, and I'm going to have to stop the recording <laughs> uh, so we're talking about yeah like you said a score battle we're yeah. playing a shmup which is that kind of game where you're a little plane shooting a bunch of other little planes or spaceships There's yeah lasers everywhere yeah like you know if the last game you played was space invaders then you know exactly what we're talking about um and yeah so we basically spent the week kind of you know, talking about the game, figuring out what we were doing, and getting high scores and shit. Um, and then, yeah, we're just gonna, I guess, kind of figure out what the structure of this will be as we go. So, uh, but do you want to hit that famous co-op button? So, yeah. What's the name of this game? <laughs> the name of... Okay, so I picked this game because it was 99 cents uh, in the Steam sale, and it looked really bad. Um, it's called <laughs> The Hurricane of the Varstray Collateral Hazard, um, which I, I literally found this game because I was trying to see if the the shmup called uh, Cotton, I think? Cotton? Uh, was on Steam, which it is not, but one of their other games has a DLC that includes Cotton. Anyway, it, a pointless story. But I found this, and I, it was 99 cents, and it looked great. Um, it's kind of in the genre of, like, Japanese bullet hell games, but it's very clearly super low budget. Nobody, it's not, you know, famous in any way. It's not by a famous developer. Um, and it is extremely he- hectic and kind of bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's i i told you it's a slot machine that wants to kill you uh there's it, that i stand by that there's a lot of things going on on the screen at once some of it's deadly a lot of it is like gold medals flying towards your ship um it's weird yeah so this is made by a developer that hasn't really stood out much studio sites a um I yeah. never heard of them before, and the theme of this podcast will be hubris, because <laughs> I entered this thing being kind of cocky, because I play these kinds of games semi-frequently, whereas you play them... Yeah, once in a while. I, yeah. I'm not really like a score score hunter for this kind of stuff. I'll play them when I think they look neat. Yeah, um, but I thought I had this in the bag, because I tend to do okay or whatever um yeah you destroyed me (laughs) so yeah so let's 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 kind of so what we did for this because this game is so janky um we had to have an agreement that we would play on advanced and not use any continues so neither of us could use continues because it keeps your score even if you use a continue which is ridiculous um that's why we didn't do normal because we were doing yeah. normal but then we here's the other thing is like you will pop up continue but the button that you're so used to smashing um mm-hmm. will pop you right back in 
but that continues your score. And if you keep going, you can just keep playing this. So I, I, there has to be somewhere where it cuts off, but I don't. I, yeah, I don't it, it cuts off at stage 24, which takes approximately like 30 to 40 minutes. To oh, I meant like maybe you get three credits or something. I don't. I, I did like seven credits. <laughs> I credit fed this thing in the later stages and it did, it never stopped. Maybe so it, it affects your score. I couldn't find so, it anyway. It was weird. But yeah, so we do that. Well, well, normally when I'm digging into a shmup, because normally, normally these things are not well translated, which doesn't matter too much. Yeah. But you need an instruction booklet or someone to explain some of the mechanics to you because they're not usually inherent on their face for like scoring or whatever. And it's hard to pay attention when all the lights are flashing. And yeah. in this case, the pachinko slots start going off. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, so i you know i look up write-ups on there's like a shmup forum or there's something on a steam page or some reddit thread or something you can usually find someone who writes up the base mechanics pretty well right and isn't the like hey shoot but it's like okay well if you shoot something to fill up and the way this game works is you fill up your shield bar and then you press a button to eat it and you shoot these certain kinds of lasers which will make metals fall when you shoot the enemies uh-huh. and then if you do enough of that and you fill the secondary bar you go into pachinko mode and you start bouncing around the screen and for every enemy you hit it creates a larger metal and yeah um, and specifically the big mechanic is that if you kill an enemy in this mode by smashing your ship into them Mm-hmm. All of the bullets that they shot that are on the screen at that time turn into a metal. So oh, gotcha. you yeah. can have some really like you, there's this risk reward mechanic where you kind of want to let bullets show up on the screen even while you're doing your your first bonus mode because you don't want to kill those enemies until you go into the second bonus mode. <laughs> and then you get a shitload of these medals, which are where most of your like the bulk of your score comes from. Mm-hmm. Um it's it's a very strange mechanic, and that's why it does feel like a slot machine to me in terms of, like, you... If anything, it feels almost like double or nothing, where it's just like, I want to get right to the edge of, of reasonable risk and reap a huge reward, but if I fuck it up by even, like, a half second, like, these bullets are going to kill me because there's no good trying to dodge some of these patterns. These patterns are not dodgeable in a meaningful way, like... 25% of the time. <laughs> There's just too much going on on the screen. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's very... So I guess like the 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 thing I, I liked about it was that risk-reward mechanic, but it was not explained anywhere in the game. And the guide that I found was like basically three paragraphs, which was appreciated. Whoever wrote that, thank you. But it yeah. wasn't still very clear. <laughs> um, um, there's also here. hidden parts on the stages that you can shoot out for score, yes. um, but they're more clear than what you get in a cave game. And if you don't know, cave is a really famous publisher for these kinds of games that tend to have the mechanics and levels and everything polished down to a T. Yeah. Um, and this game is, is not polished. <laughs> no, this game is jank. And whereas it looks like a lot of these other games, just the bullet patterns, the feel, everything it's just off. Yeah. But at the end of the the week, um, this will give you a sense of how ridiculous this game is as well. So our scores were you had 189,172,510 
and I ended up with 396,255,000. Um, right. And your final scores. You're like 100 positions ahead of me. And right. I, I I don't know. I I play a chunk of these games and I usually am willing to dig in, especially for just a week or something, which is why I thought this would be a fun idea for us to do. Because as much as we're talking about co-op, part of this is we're still playing Borderlands and I'm trying to find a way for us to talk <laughs> yeah. about other games while still having the time to play Borderlands. But also, um, I, I really am interested in this idea of asymmetric play and interacting with people in different ways. And so whereas it's not co-op, it's a way that we were interacting and talking about a game throughout the week that was very different and interesting. We were yeah. examining and playing this game you know, at separate times when we could, but we were both still engaging with each other about it. And the thing was, is if our scores were anywhere close where I felt like I could approach him, I would have gotten a lot more invested. But because you just annihilated me. And the worst part was, the worst, the worst part was, I watched you do this. It happened in front of my eyes. I couldn't even call you a dirty cheater or anything because I just watched you do it and you were fucking around. You were talking to me. And you're like, oh, I'm doing pretty good. It just, God damn. <laughs> well, it, <laughs> that's, I think, yeah, okay, so I, I want to say, first of all, I do think that the score attack thing was a great idea. I honestly don't think this is a great game for it because it's not very analyzable. It's like, it really is like a lot of weird shit that's hard to explain and is, it, it, you know, at the end of the day, isn't very complex. It's just really weird to try and execute it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I definitely, this game clicked with me in a way it obviously was not clicking with you. Like, I very much like the, there's curtains of bullets coming and, you know, the rhythm of doing this weird thing where it's like, I'm shooting to fill a bar and then I'm using that bar to fill another bar and then I'm then I'm invincible for five seconds. Like, that's a weird, weird rhythm that really I, I liked a lot. Um, but yeah, it is a very strange game that I'm not like, I'm not like sitting here like super proud of this score because I didn't really like learn oh. much about the game. I'm just sort of like, cool. Yeah, that was, you know, it just clicked for me a little bit more. I, um, I, I'm very much looking forward to whatever you end up picking for the next time we do this because I think it'll be a different experience. Yeah, well, I'm hoping we can get to something where it's a little closer, though. Um, I, I want to just say in general, like, there was a period of time where Steam had a handful of schmarps and they were all kind of not great games like this. Yeah. But if you wanted to play those kinds of games, they were harder to find. And on Steam, that's all you could get. And if you wanted to go the other way, which I had to do at the time, you'd be on like the Xbox 360, spending <laughs> 80 to 100 something dollars to yeah. import a game. Um, and now you can get those games on Steam on a Steam sale for like eight bucks. Mm -hmm. It's it's kind of annoying in a way, but I've replaced that collection, which is nice. Yeah, um, and you know, th there's just some more classic um, of this genre that I'd like us to dive into, just to play and talk about yeah. because they're more there but the, the part of the problem is is you don't own a lot of these so we have to figure that out too um, oh well we'll certainly figure something out um 
you know, if it's something that can be emulated, I'm, I'm happy to do that. If it's cheap somewhere, uh, you know, we'll figure it out. I'm not too concerned about that. Um, there's also other scoring games to try. Like there's yeah. this little game you might've heard of called Pac-Man. <laughs> yeah. There's, um, there's a, a really cool version of Pac-Man championship edition. That's actually an NES game. It's super dope because <laughs> it's, it's a totally faithful recreation of Pac-Man championship edition on the NES and it's great. It's so much fun to play. Uh, but yeah, there's a ton of different like scoring games that we can do. Even stuff like Downwell I had on there. I oh, found a bunch okay. of old PC shooters or in one case an MSX shooter um that I thought it would be fun to go back to. Like um Warning Forever would be fun. Um I don't know if you ever played that game, but it's weird. Yeah. So um, got some ideas. Yeah. I want us to try Judgment Silver Sword just because that game's art. Uh, oh, what is? I don't even know what that is. Uh, it's it's something. <laughs> um, I'm I'm googling it. This I looks... need to stop saying um. I'm just all over the place today. <laughs> it's okay. It's that kind of day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this looks neat. What is? Oh, Wonder Swan, huh? Yeah. Fucking hey, that's cool. Yeah, it's a it's a oddity. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, there's a couple. Of, yeah, there's one by there's a game called, called Tumiki Fighters by this like indie Japanese guy named uh, Kenta Cho, which is like this side-scrolling shmup thing where whenever you destroy a fighter, pieces of it fly off, and you can physically catch those pieces to build your ship. It is very strange. Um, that's my kind of like weird mechanics sort of shooting game um but i would i'm excited to go through some of the classics because i do think that it's a blind spot for me i don't really have very much um you know experience with with shmups in particular well i'm not great at them um but uh there's some that are definite classics and then i have a couple of my pet favorites which i'd like to play but that gets to the money issue um (laughs) so we'll get there yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Unless you have any other last points. I mean, oh, I have one more oh. point. Yeah, go ahead. So the other thing I hated about this game <laughs> is I'm pressing <laughs> buttons and I press different buttons like Y or B at different times and they do different things at different times and I don't know why. Um, you needed one to activate those modes we were talking about. Then you also have just separate weapons for normal firing. You have your primary fire, which is determined by your character for different spreads and power. Um, and then you can switch to this laser, which is razor thin, but super powerful, but mm-hmm. ultimately mostly useless in this game. And then you had this like homing shot, which was great. But anytime I wanted to get to it, I had to like slap three buttons six uh-huh. times to try to navigate <laughs> to it. And I just. Yep. It has an element of menu oh. navigation, <laughs> which is I, wild. Um, I can handle Eskatos. I can handle. Um, oh God. What's the one where you have to like push different button combinations to get different weapons at a time. I'm not good at oh, that God. game, but like I get the idea and I can handle it. I know that I'm making a failure in this game. I'm like, what is going on? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, it, it took me like, I think it was easier playing on keyboard, but you still need your directional keys plus five buttons to play this game. Um, which is just absolutely bizarre. Maybe it's only four. I think it's only four, but it's still really, really strange. Yeah. And those sub weapons, 
are basically for very specific uses. So like the laser is really good if you are trying to take out the all the turrets on the boss, uh, the boss enemies, whatever, because they have yeah. various parts. And if you take out all the parts except the core, you get 500,000 points, which is significant. Mm-hmm. Like I started to think about this game in terms of 1 million points is basically one point. So if I get you know 500,000 it's basically half a point and that's a very significant thing um so like the laser was good for that the homing missiles were good for like the hordes of enemies where if you were kind of cornered you could blow up a bunch of enemies that you couldn't shoot stuff like that um but very limited they did so much less damage than your main weapon by in, in every circumstance so um very strange game. I do recommend it honestly at, at 99 cents. I had a lot of fun with it. You get I, I played the first level and I got 14 achievements. <laughs> like I counted 14 achievements for beating the first level. <laughs> it was amazingly weird. Um, unlike anything else I've ever played. Kind of shitty at the same time. I couldn't recommend it higher. <laughs> I am uninstalling it as we speak and I will never play it again. <laughs> I might go back and play the story mode because it's very poorly translated. <laughs> this <laughs> what's the Kusoge? Yes, it's a shit game. Um <laughs> it is very much in that like I I, I hate the phrase so bad it's good because it's not use, useful to describe something, but I very much enjoyed how bizarre and unlike anything else this game was. It felt low budget, it felt like a passion project. It's a very strange game, and I, I like it at 99 cents. I wouldn't spend more on it, though, honestly. There you go. Yep. Case closed. will probably be back on our Borderlands 3 bullshit. We'll see. Um, I think what we'll do is kind of alternate. Whatever. We'll figure it out. Um, but yeah, and then the next time we do one of these, it'll be your pick. I'll do whatever you say. Because <laughs> so, I appreciate you going through this game that uh, is not at all your style. <laughs> oh, it's all good. I, that's what we're doing. I, I'm totally well to play. I'm just not going to promise too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, but yeah, I think what else do we usually do find me on the super nintendo exploration squad podcast find me on pulse wave which is coming out very irregularly at this point um you'd be surprised how hard it is to find uh you know songs on the game boy for episode 14 of this episode (laughs) i've i've worked my way through solidly like three percent i think i figured it out is about three percent of all the songs on the game boy uh at all like a ridiculously high amount percentage for i'm only on episode 13 <laughs> um but yeah that's where you can find me yeah you can find me on the dumpster fire that is the co-op on twitter <laughs> i occasionally pop in and tweet something weird too but that's yeah 99 percent you <laughs> yeah um we've been growing we've made some friends we've yeah. gotten uh um parsec to favorite our tweet <laughs> hell yeah yeah, Parsec, you want to sponsor this this podcast? We have 30,000 listeners, I promise. <laughs> Actually, if we had any numbers, we could 
maybe approach them with something because I approach them. I approach them for this the uh, the Super Nintendo podcast. They they were like, no, <laughs> you you don't have enough people, and that has like uh, five times the numbers this one. <laughs> but once we get if we get to like a if we can get like proof of like a thousand listeners, I bet we can get something from them. I like because it's close closer to the need. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> until I'll then, let you do no. the marketing work. Yeah. Until, until then, Doritos, you know, hit us up. Yeah. Hell yeah. Frito. Frito. No wait. Fritos is. Frito Lay's currently on strike. Fuck Frito. They suck. Eat shit. They have work, you know, labor issues. Eat local chips. <laughs> That's that. This is going to be released like three weeks after that's over or something, so it won't be relevant anymore. But fuck Frito Lay. <laughs> that's our new. That's our new quote sign off. Fuck Frito Lay. Good night, everyone. <laughs> music you heard today uh, the opening was from axiom verge the song is called inexorable great song uh, and then the mid song is actually from crimson clover uh, called through the wasteland because i couldn't find the soundtrack to hurricane of varstray oops and this ending song is from castlevania harmony of dissonance it's called offense and defense uh fuck frito-lay <laughs>